Hey everyone, RTTV is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Protect your online privacy today at expressvpn.com slash RTTV. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. I'm Gus. I'm Gavin. I'm Blaine. Is it going to be next? And I'm Barbara. <laughs> and I'm Gus. Barbara, watch out. You're being taken over by tripods. Run! Oh my god. Yeah, I have a lot of equipment set up in my office. I was working on some projects with Rooster Teeth, so uh, excuse the mess. But it's easier for me to do the podcast like this than take everything down out of the shot and reset it back up when I need to film. So this is me in the jungle of tripods. Yeah, we know that you are making projects with Rooster Teeth and not someone else. <laughs> not porn, I promise. I, I had a yeah, I had a bunch of stuff too. I've you you can't tell, but this was all filled with equipment. But I moved it all out of the way. You look a little bit more pressed against the wall. You look like you're <laughs> smushed in a little bit closer. It does. Yeah, it's a uh, it's uh, it's it's still the same wall. I promise you. I guarantee. Uh, I did move the camera though since the last podcast. I was over here last time. Uh, yeah, but I'm playing around with a with a, a new camera here. We filmed some. We had to film something the other day, and I had to use this piece of shit camera for it. And if you are filming a movie on this camera that's longer than eight minutes, it overheats and shuts down. Cool. So which uh, is camera. weird because I have the exact same camera that you do, Gus, and I was using it for the same purpose, and I didn't have that issue. So I don't. There might be some process running on your computer with the camera at the same time that you might have to check out because I didn't. Oh. I <laughs> I didn't have that problem. I have the same camera. Uh, the only problem that I encountered is now whenever I plug in the HDMI cable, the reason I'm using my old webcam is because it broke the HDMI cable because as I was setting it up, uh, my camera fell over, which then hit a power cable that was holding up another light, which made that tripod fall over, which made another tripod that was holding up my curtains. And it was just like, it was like a fucking Rube Goldberg of destruction. It was just and like, doop, 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 fell down. <laughs> yeah. Sony Alpha 6100, by the way. Oh, yeah. Sony, yeah, Sony cameras are usually really good. Like, it's because it's, it's, it's a mirrorless one. Uh, so everything on the inside is really compact. So I think that what's probably happening is even though I'm running off of, uh, I'm plugged into the wall, it's probably, the battery's probably heating up and probably causing too much heat. But I cannot run the camera without a battery. So I need to get a dummy battery. Like literally, if you have it right. plugged into AC power, and there's no battery in it, it will not turn on. So I need to get a dummy battery to try to reduce the heat. And I'm sure it'll probably work fine after that. But it's just annoying. What's a dummy battery? I'm maybe It's like I'm... A, a battery with a wire that comes out that you'd plug in. It like tricks the camera into thinking it's battery, but it's just AC power. Right. Gotcha. That way, yeah, you're, that way it's not generating more heat. It's doing I... so much work and you guys are calling it dumb. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, uh, but I think the picture looks much better. So you can see how ugly I am in higher definition. <laughs> it's what we've always wanted. Yeah, the the dream, the dream's alive. It only took six hundred podcasts. <laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> everyone! We made it. Yay, six hundred! Didn't feel uh, uh, like a super appropriate time to be uh, throwing a big celebration. So we'll have a low key six hundred. We'll uh, we'll we'll, ca we'll catch you uh, at the seven hundredth. Or six sixty six, as Blaine said. I I have so many plans. Gus, we'll have to talk <laughs> afterwards because I have so many plans. Maybe we've already okay. done podcast 700. Maybe we recorded it years ago, just like we did with 350. We did it after we did it around podcast seven. Just, like, just flipped it. Dude, if you guys recorded podcast 700, like, years ago, that would be just icing on the cake. My God, that would be such an Dude, interesting thing to watch. 
you not remember when we did that before? I no, I remembered you did that for what was it, three fifty? I think. Yeah, but we did it like two years earlier or something. Yeah, but I think it was like that at that point. I don't think too too much has had changed. I, obviously, like big life events, like I think Michael got married in that time. I don't know if they had Iris in between that time, but yeah, there's a couple things that had changed, but not like from back then and to 700 whatever is going to be the state of the world by then who knows yeah uh, what, what is what is what is 100 weeks from now can you ask a, a smartphone that uh how, how let me see what date that is 100 weeks uh, it'd be like what day it'd be like four weeks it'd be a month shy of two years wouldn't it how, how does that work may 7th 2022 yeah four weeks shy of a year yeah because 52 weeks in a year yeah, you're right <laughs> I did something kind of smart. I'm very Good proud. Blame. I'm trying to keep it down, but I... Good I'm job, so buddy. <laughs> Blade in his head is like this. Yes. In, in my head for a second, I was like, what is he on about? And I was like, that checks out. Fair play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's interesting to, to have that turned around on you, Gavin. Normally, it's the other way around. You say something, we're like, what's he talking? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, he's yeah. right. <laughs> Gavin actually is usually the voice of reason, I think, on this podcast. And I think a lot of that <laughs> we shit on him for. <laughs> the just other day, I realized that I, I, I removed one of my clocks recently. I, it was just on the floor while I was moving some stuff around. And I think one of the cats had just stood on it, like sat on the hands. So now, once I put it back up, every time the, the minute hand passes the hour hand, it like catches on it for a bit, it gets stuck, and then pings off. <laughs> And it causes the time to be wrong by a different amount every day. <laughs> and I thought, for 2020, that's the perfect clock. Like, I'm just going to leave it that way. I feel like that's something someone would have invented and called, like, the chaos clock. Where, like, yeah. the time is variable and it's off by a little bit. Like, you don't know exactly, like, you know how normally people will set their clock, like, five minutes fast so they, show, they don't show up later or whatever. It's like, this one, you yeah. don't know. You have to show up based on the time on the clock. So you don't know. It might be one minute fast. It might be 10 minutes fast. Yeah. yeah, is it is it messing up so much that it's always ahead? Like it keeps getting more and more ahead of time. No, I think it slows out. down every time. It slows down. it slows down every time the minute hand passes the hour hand. Gotcha. Which I is didn't know it's like an hour, I guess. <laughs> to get free, it doesn't like spring forward. Yeah, I thought for some reason when you said that it like would spring forward a little too fast. Type no, thing, but... it just gets caught up a little bit and then just pings mm. free and then it's behind more. <laughs> My Jeep is a fucking fossil and it doesn't have a clock built into it. So I bought a small digital clock and then hung it off of a thing that's on my roof. And the battery comes loose sometimes because it, it rattles a lot in my Jeep. So it is just completely inaccurate. But I haven't taken it down yet. But like it's like, according to it, like it's like, you know, 9 a.m. right now or something. <laughs> it's so frustrating. Sweet. But I Time haven't for it. Yeah. <laughs> what, are you yeah, normally, the, uh... what you eat for breakfast today, Blaine? Oatmeal. I am mm. low on groceries. Mm. Yeah. I uh, I walked to Chipotle to get lunch because I am just completely out. So probably after this, I'm going to go to the grocery store. What's the state of uh, places like Chipotle these days? Are they crowded with people wearing no masks or is it? Uh, it, it was fun because I walked in and they have these little signs uh, posted everywhere that says like we're temporarily closed in terms of like the eating space. Um, but I walked in, there was like eight dudes no one wearing masks, just like hanging out, eating, not minding their distance. And I like came in with my mask and stuff like that. And like one guy like came to refill his drink and I like stepped out of his way, you know, just 
out of politeness, but also just keep space. And then he just like very intentionally, it felt like kind of walked right by me. And it's like, come on, man. Like it's kind of a dick thing. Well, totally a dick thing. Yeah. Um, bit of trivia. Uh, every day for lunch, since we've been in quarantine, I've made and eaten a sandwich. That's what I mean. <laughs> every fucking day for the last three months. That's really fail. living on the edge there, man. So why, <laughs> why is that? I don't want to go go interact with anyone. I don't want to, like you said, you have an encounter at a Chipotle or at a restaurant. So it's like, I make, and I don't want to think about it. Like, I don't want to spend any time worrying about like, oh, what am I going to make? What am I going to do? How long is it going to take? Like, no, it's like, it's just easy. I will just make and eat the same sandwich for lunch every day. What? And I've been I've eating that. What, how long have we been doing this? Since March 24th? 24th was, I think, our last day in the office. Yeah. So is since March 24th. same every, sandwich? Yes. What's in it? My dog's barking. Hold on. Benjamin, we got it. We got to get like, after you list this off, we got to get a graphic for Gus's quarantine sandwich. And it has to have step by step all the ingredients you need. And we need people to make this sandwich and eat it and judge Gus on whether or not he has good taste or not. Good. Well, I'm I'm limited somewhat because I can't just go get any deli meat I want. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's a vegan sandwich, so it's oh. um, yeah, it's a plant based turkey, uh, uh, a non dairy uh, cheddar slice or two non dairy cheddar slices, uh, some shredded lettuce and vegan bacon on and vegan mayo on sourdough bread. Sour you sourdough bread, good call. Yeah, so they, far uh, I like that. It's uh, from uh, from Easy Tiger. Oh, oh okay. Fair play. Fuck, I miss Easy Tiger. Easy Tiger's great. They sell they sell the their bread at some grocery stores around town. So I don't go to Easy Tiger. H -E I go, when I go to the grocery store, yeah, I pick up the Easy Tiger bread when I'm there. Yeah, if you look at HEB's like stickers, they have like a little tiger logo, and I was like, oh, what is that? And it was like made by Easy Tiger, so that's pretty cool. Wait, Easy Tiger, it's a local place, right? It's just Austin. <clears throat> There's two um, of them. It's a place here in Austin. I don't know. I guess they sell like a lot of German food as well, like a. A lot of schnitzel and whatnot. Sauerkraut. No. Oh, sauerkraut. My Why dog's barking. I'm going to go punch him. Okay. We can't hear it for what it's worth. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, I think we have to point out the fact that you had an adorable little kitten crawling all over you, Gavin. Yeah, he was on my lap and uh, the chat demanded more cue. So I've, I've riled him up now. He's all running all over because I've <laughs> disturbed him. <laughs> I didn't actually punch him, by the way. He doesn't oh. look punched. <laughs> <laughs> Got some redhead. That's you, buddy. Oh, I love it. Oh my God. I wish we just had a camera just for Benjamin. Get out of here. He uh, he barks time. in his sleep a lot, so that's why I always have to like shake him. Sometimes he does it in the middle of the night. Sometimes in the middle shake of the night, him. he'll like to wake him up because if I call him or if I say his name, he keeps sleeping. And uh, so it's like I'll I'll, I'll uh, shake him a little bit. But sometimes in the middle of the night, like out of nowhere, it'll be dead silent, and he'll just start howling like this. <laughs> Like in his sleep, it's like this really mournful, long, loud howl. Like out of nowhere, it's like, I, like I wonder what what's he dreaming about or what's going on that he does that, and then he'll wake himself up and then he'll look around, <laughs> confused. Like, dude, that was you. You're the one who was just doing that. I Do would pay so much more to watch pet dreams than my own dreams. Yeah. You know what? You know what that reminds me of, Gus. It reminds me of one time when I took a flight with you, and you were across the aisle from me, and you were asleep. And you were snoring, and one of your snores was so loud that it woke you up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that happened. <laughs> Is that when you thought you might have sleep apnea? Oh, I probably knew I had it. I knew I had it by then, but yeah. Uh, do you think dogs know that they're sleeping, or do you think that they're still so dumb that they think that, like, <laughs> I was just in the park just a second ago? Like, 
doing one of these. The dog knows, like, man, if I if I fall asleep on this couch, sometimes I end up at the park. <laughs> Dutch has nightmares a lot. I was gonna ask you guys, do you ever like whenever I wake up Dutch from a nightmare, I'm always very soothing about it. Like I'll pet him. Because I don't want to like jolt him awake, you know, I'll just be like, Hey, it's okay. You're having a dream. It's okay. It's okay. So do you do you like Benjamin and Oswald? Do you like comfort them back? No, I'm like, stop it. I'm trying to sleep. Aww. No, I'm kidding. No, no, of course. Of course. So uh, like, I'll just start petting them. But uh, like, I don't want to like scare them out of it. I right. guess this is probably the best way to put it. They're, I, they're I already think, stressed I think The only one out of this whole group that doesn't have a pet of any sort. No, you got, and, Trevor. you got one. I got Trevor. Yeah, it's true. Do you not want one? <laughs> I... I do. I don't know if now is the right time, which I know could be argued of now is the best time since we're home all the time. And it's like the perfect time to start caring, especially like for a puppy that needs a lot of attention and stuff like that. Um, not having to go to work or anywhere physically being around for it, arguably the best time, but it's also, there's so much going on and, and things are already so stressful that I don't know if having a new pet is a great idea right now. I don't know. Uh <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong, but we definitely want to get a dog at some point. Um, I honestly don't, a years. I can't put us because like the, the, the animal that I've seen you interact the best with was rebel, the dog, like the old yeah. chocolate, Adam's chocolate, uh, lab. And like, I, but I don't know, I don't see Barbara and I say, oh, she's a dog person or she's a cat person. Like, I honestly don't know what kind of pet would perfectly fit you, you know? It'd be, it, I definitely, I, I'm not a cat person. Like I, okay. it's not that I dislike cats. I just, I'm not, I'm one of those people who's like uncomfortable around cats. Like the ones that cats always gravitate towards because like, you don't really. Well, maybe cats are uncomfortable around you, Barbara. Maybe they are. It's probably because I got clawed really bad by a cat when I was younger and I'm forever scarred. Mm, <laughs> not physically, mentally. Uh, but no, I love dogs. We, I, Trevor and I kind of like the same type of dogs, like kind of medium big, not, not too big. I don't know if like a, a lab or golden retriever would be our Those best bet, big. but they have, yeah. They, they, they have a lot of energy though. You always got to walk them and take them out and right. them I, out. part of me wants to adopt just like a really old dog that just wants to like lay around do, and do you want a walk. really old dog who smells bad sometimes and occasionally barks in his sleep? <laughs> I'll absolutely take Benjamin off your hands. <laughs> <There's Adam. laughs> He's asleep again already. He's right there. <laughs> he sleeps like 20 like hours a, a day. Does he get like poop stuck to his butt or anything? Why does he smell bad? Or is it just dog smell? Just dog smell. Yeah. 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 Me and Trevor talk about wanting to get a dog and we already, we have two names picked out for dogs and we're going to pick whichever name works for whatever dog we eventually adopt. Um, it all depends on the personality and stuff like that. And that could change, but. Weightless W in chat says, get an owl, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? This W? Weightless W. That was a, that was a joke. Who? Uh, what? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, oh, I'm oh, I got it now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that, that, took, that took me a while. One of my favorite jokes that I heard recently is, uh, guys, someone in this room is possessed by a, an owl. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone inevitably goes inevitably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Gav. It's so, it's so dumb um speaking of dogs i'm currently so like the biggest pain in the ass about living in an apartment with a dog is i have to like 
constantly like walk them, you know, like out of the the unit and downstairs and all this stuff. So I'm trying to find a house. So I'm looking for a house and it's completely unrelated to everything. But I did find this one and I was like, oh, this one looks nice. And it was like decent price and all this stuff. And I'm slacking Eric a picture. I was looking at pictures of the garage and the garage looks like shit. And then I like zoomed in on a spot because there was this weird thing in the corner on the garage. Like they had taken off paneling. And underneath the paneling, they had put help, like someone had written help <laughs> in the, the the wall, like inside the wall. I don't know if Eric can show it or not. But... I, I'm looking at it now. It seems oh, like there's like all that? these white lines. Uh, yeah, it's in our it's, call. Like it was like they had like wood paneling or something. So they were like, paint, <laughs> like putting caulking glue. And then someone then put in like a little bit of extra caulking glue to make it say help. I was like, maybe oh, we should dear. get that house. So, oh my God. Searching for house hunting tips if anybody's got got them. You see any literal cries for help? Oh. It's a huge pain in the ass, especially around here. And finding that out. And especially now. Yeah. Is I, saw it though? The, I saw signs for like houses that were having open houses. I can't imagine doing that right now. Like going to like wanting to buy a house and then going to an open house where there's a bunch of other people. Uh, yeah, I've seen a, well. I've seen a lot of realtor sites offer like video yeah. tours now of yeah. houses in, instead of in person. But yeah, I, I have seen because I just, I love looking at real estate. I do it all the time. I, I get emails from Zillow and whatnot just to look for fun. <clears throat> Gus, I think you're the same way, right? You you love um and uh. I've seen that before and then saying like, oh, well, we're having an open house this Sunday. It's like, what? <laughs> you, you know there's a pandemic still going yeah, on, like, right? Guys? Like there's clearly a lot that people are still doing during the pandemic, like stuff of importance. But having a little mosey, I wouldn't put high up on the list of stuff to be doing in a pandemic. And you can oh. see a lot of a place on online. Yeah. This episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is brought to you by Stamps.com. Back in the day, sending Red vs. Blue DVDs through the mail was a big job, and one of the toughest parts of making selling products online is the shipping. No one really has time to go to the post office, it's a real hassle, but don't worry, Stamps.com is here to help. With Stamps.com, you can print post on demand and skip those lines and crowds at the post office, plus you can actually save money with discounts that you can't even get at the post office. And as if that wasn't enough, Stamps.com also offers UPS services with discounts up to 62% and no UPS residential surcharges. Stamps.com brings all the services of the U.S. Postal Service right to your computer in the comfort of your own home. Whether you're a small business sending invoices or an online seller shipping out products, or you're just working from home and need to mail stuff, Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. Just simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send it. Once your mail is ready, just leave it for your mail carrier, schedule a free package pickup, or drop it in a mailbox. It's that simple. And like I say, with Stamps.com, you get great discounts too. Five cents off every first class stamp and up to 62% off shipping rates. Stamps.com is a no-brainer, saving you time and money. Right now, our listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Rooster. That's Stamps.com and enter code Rooster. Well, other things I wouldn't do on a pandemic include going to Las Vegas and gambling, but apparently you can do that too now. <laughs> yeah, you guys see that video? Yeah. It, it looked like a normal day in Vegas, like nothing was happening in the world. Well, nobody was wearing masks. Nobody. Yeah. Which... Nor whoa, whoa. What, what's going on? Uh, the axis on Gavin's world. <laughs> yeah, Apparently. The, the class seems to have leapt onto the, <laughs> the PC that I'm running the stream from.
I like how like Gus's dog is barking. Gavin's cat is like climbing all over stuff. And he gets her like, get a get a pet. Why not? <laughs> Listen, the pros vastly outweigh the cons. I know, I know. I am having such a good time with Dutch. I'm sure if we got a, a pet, we would love it. And you know, I, I want to know regret if, ever not having one. If like people, if anyone has had their second kid during this pandemic, I'd be interested to know if it's the best or the worst compared to their first kid, which wasn't born in a pandemic. Mm. I would think it would be the worst. Not yeah, the I was thinking you don't that probably. But yeah, then I was like, but I mean, when do you get to spend so much time with a newborn? Mm -hmm. Like most parents right. are busy when they have kids, right? I guess from that perspective, it's nice to be home and, and have everyone home and also to not be like missing out on stuff. Um, but I, I think the process of having it, like you, you can't get family to visit. You can't get any external help from anybody. Um, I have a friend, I might've talked about it on a podcast before, uh, a friend of mine who just had twins, she's in the UK and they have both have full-time jobs, but they can't get anyone to come help. Obviously they can't. Um, I, I don't think her husband was even able to come with her to the hospital when she was having them. Like there's a whole bunch of stuff that made it really difficult. Um, but who knows if that, like the, the pros outweigh the cons or vice versa. I mean, I just know what a nightmare like Chad and like my sister and brother-in-law are having with their kids and just. And both parents working. Yeah. It just sounds like a lot. There, there's just... no escape. It's like constant. Yeah. And the kids are getting fucking bored and frustrated. Yeah. I'm, I'm, what I'm curious about is like what the lasting impact on those kids is going to be. And like the potential like lack of socialization. I mean, I think it's going to cause like stronger family ties, but like, I'm wondering if, you know, something they're going to be a little bit different when they get back into yeah, one know, of my, public school. One of, one of my neighbors came by the other day. They, they, they have a relatively young kid. Uh, he's a, he's a little toddler. And I think they're like running, they're so far, they're like totally exhausted, everything to do uh, that I, I drove home, uh, parked my car and like from a distance, they came over and they're like, can our son watch you plug your car in? <laughs> and I was like, oh, sure, um, I guess. <laughs> like, so I plugged it in and I plugged it a few times to show him, you know, from from a distance away. Uh, he was like totally enthralled by it. I guess it's like something new that they hadn't done yet. <laughs> it's really yeah, cute. I, I want to see that. I want to see Gus interact with a baby or a child. Aren't we still supposed to do uh, explaining something to a five-year-old? Aren't we gonna? Aren't we gonna? We were talking about that. Um, explaining the human centipede to oh, a kindergartner. God. Don't remind Eric. He's listening right oh, now. Yeah, I totally I I completely forgot. I'll I'll get back to work on that. Thank you very much. Shit. <laughs> I want more pause. I forgot that Eric is in here and watching the podcast. <laughs> You're welcome, uh, Eric. Oh, that's terrible. No, we're not we're not doing that. We're not doing that at all. Um <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Why? <laughs> well, because you, it's like you picked, you picked, you picked, you picked. It, it was a, it was a, it was a, a practice in, uh, in theory, not in, in reality. It was a practice in theory, not in practice. <laughs> I was gonna say it was an exercise, but I picked the wrong uh -huh, word. Uh huh. Uh, you picked. Of all the things that you chose to do, you chose the one that you could, that I could, that you could do. I don't understand. You got. You have to. You don't. You're not going to do it. If I set it's it up, too, you're not going to do it. It's too non-consensual. It's too psychologically I scarring. I asked think. Becca if it was okay. If she knew, if it's okay, she doesn't know what human centipede is. 
Man, this soundboard's really specific today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we've had a soundboard joke in months at this point. I stole it from chat. Who was that? <laughs> uh, Shadow Rogue? Oh, yeah, man. Shadow Rogue. Thank you for letting me steal your joke in chat. Apparently, I'm the voice of the people now. So sorry, guys, for bringing it up. <laughs> or you're welcome, maybe? I don't know. Probably Wayne, sorry. What's up with this dog? Oh, um, so... Kelly and I went to the drive-in movie theater this weekend because that's the best alternative to going to see a movie at a theater because uh, you can socially distance, you can stay in your car and stuff like that. So we went to Blue Starlight in Austin and they were showing uh, Return of the Jedi. We and... for your birthday yeah. last year. Yeah. So like she has not seen, she hadn't watched Star Wars previous to us dating or before us dating. So we've been watching them in chronological order and we just got to Jedi. Unfortunately, they were showing it at the drive-in and it was, it was a fucking blast and she had never seen it before. And she has this cute dog, Charlie. And like for eight years, dog. everyone's been saying, oh my God, Charlie looks like an Ewok. And Kelly's never really gotten the reference because she doesn't really know what Ewoks are. She doesn't know what Star Wars Aww. are. So then as soon as Ewoks showed up on screen when they're on Endor, she was like, holy shit, that's Charlie. And she just like, <laughs> every time an Ewok was on screen, she was fucking losing it. She was like <laughs> belly laughing. And it's then as soon as we Charlie's. got... Yeah, and then as, one, as soon as we got home, she uh, dressed uh, Charlie up as uh, Wicket, the like the main Ewok that Leia runs into, and I put pictures in our Slack channel. But that's that's what it, <laughs> she looks just. Oh like my a god, Ewok! Oh, that is it. too cute. Yeah. So what, what is what does she think of all the Star Wars movies? It's crazy because like. She's fucking digging it. Like, you know, I'll admit that episode four is like a little bit slower pace, but she was like, oh, no, I loved it. That was great. Which impressions are you watching, by the way? Uh, the ones that are on like Disney Plus. Ah. Um, and then she was, you know, Empire Strikes Back was like, oh, that was fucking rad. Like, I love that, you know. And then like Return of the Jedi, she was like, that might have been my favorite. And I think she liked it because the Ewoks. But then like, it was weird because she was like, she got really emotional when Anakin showed up. But like mm. the re-dubbed in like Hayden Christensen one. Uh. Because the, uh, the trilogy was just on the back of her. The, the prequel trilogy was, like, fresh on her mind. So she's like, wow, it's just, like, it's full circle. like. And it was the first time I've ever heard someone actually before, you know, that that change. Like, the putting Hayden Christensen into the movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, interesting. So it's potentially not the worst decision? Or do you still so, like the other guy? I mean, I, I prefer the other guy. Just because, like, if you think about it in the context of the scene, Luke doesn't know who the fuck Aiden Christensen is. So are you guys breaking up soon? Or? <laughs> uh, no, it was cool, though. It was, I would say it was genuinely magical. Like, I've seen that movie a billion times, but seeing it with somebody that's never seen it and who was, like, really enjoying it was, like, it was a fucking blast. That's so. one of the, I think, most underrated human experiences is sharing something that you love or that's so close to your heart in some way that means a lot to you with someone you love who's never experienced or seen that before yeah i love that like sharing movies or tv shows or books with people who have never experienced them before and like watching them react and take it all in oh love that yeah yeah it's 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 great it's it's my favorite thing about living with someone is that you can pretty much do that at any point i know what for is the amount of time i've had to be like trevor could we watch a disney movie that's from my childhood that would make me feel <laughs> happy that and he's like, I've seen these two. And I'm like, let's pretend you haven't watched them again. <laughs> I didn't realize that. I, is it true that one of the changes to um, last, what's the sixth Star Wars movie? <laughs> Return of the Jedi? Return of the Jedi. They like 
photoshopped his eyebrows off? Oh, they like, yeah. I think they removed Vader's eyebrows so that he didn't have. It looked like he was more burned. Yeah. Interesting yeah. choice. I'd say that's probably one of the most. I don't know. One of the changes I agree with. No, it's eyebrows, you just look shocked all the time. It's, it's, it's strange. It's weird. Have you seen uh, 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 Barry? <laughs> or that, yeah. that? Yeah, there's no, a Ho guy Hank. in that show that doesn't have it. It has his no, eyebrows. Hank? It's weird. Yeah, yeah. Is that like alopecia? Or is that just like a character look? I think it's his, I think it's his, his thing. Like he just shaves I just, clean. I don't know if it's like... Uh, I could be wrong. I don't know if it's something that he was bored with or something he does intentionally. But I think it's the, just like how he was born. No. Maybe I'm wrong. Blaine. Hi. What? Oh, wow. We're coaster buddies. Look at that. I saw you playing with it. I was like, oh, I've got that too. <laughs> what? <laughs> We're coaster buds. Gav, where's your coaster? I'm going to do some coaster ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's my coaster. Your coaster is much better for ASMR than this one. It's just like <laughs> I know. shitty well, cork from Ikea, right? Cork. Yeah. Yeah. Those I I don't like those ones. I think Trevor used to have those too, and they they're like just small enough where if you have a glass that's a certain size, it'll get stuck to it. Mm -hmm. That just happens sometimes. Like, folds up a little bit mm -hmm. instead of just like something flat. They don't do but, well with mason jar. But, but I like this one because it absorbs like condensation from a glass. Like I hate like glass ones or slick ones that aren't yeah. permeable because then the condensation just builds up on it and spills everywhere. This one's marble. It's worked out pretty well. It does absorb, like it gets cold. Like the whole thing gets cold when you have a cold glass on it, which is interesting. ASMR. <laughs> yeah, my, my, coaster, my coaster was the what's in your house item for Chump last week that I used. Mm. Or the week before. Is that, a, is that a new uh, thing where you basically have to lie about yeah, thing. it's instead of what's in the box. <laughs> it's just what's, what's in my house. That's pretty yeah, that's a pretty smart shift. That's a fun game. That's a fun game show. Yeah. Yeah, I like being on chump. Um, I've never had to do the, the deceiver role, but I have been a contestant. I did did a contestant episode like a couple weeks ago and then in the test episodes as well, but I feel like the lying would be so stressful. Think of it like acting. You're just playing a part. I don't think yeah, Jeremy's ever gonna have me on again because the first time I was on, I was like the one that had to find the liar, and I like fucked up royally. <laughs> and then the other time, I was going against Gavin, who was I was trying to deceive Gavin, and then Gavin like called everything. <laughs> it's like I have a, well, such a bad fair, track record. To be fair, none of your lies were bad. You were just against Chris, and it's impossible. <laughs> like it's every story he has so it just sounds so unbelievable that you know it's the truth we were in like a uh slack or what was it a google hangout or something with chris today and he just started talking like a fucking robot like oh, everything yeah. about his internet connection was ruined and he was just like he reconnected and when he reconnected he was laying back in bed like this <laughs> It was like it was like he was on a FaceTime call with his girlfriend or something like that. And it's like this is our company meeting. <laughs> it was breaking me. It was making me laugh so bad. I was so then I started doing this in the meeting too. And I was just like laughing the whole time. 
<laughs> oh, do, do we ever talk about the time in the meeting, Gus, where uh, everyone started putting brick wall backgrounds to match you? <laughs> oh, I do forgot about, about that. that. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, so Gus obviously is sitting in front of a brick wall and we have, you know, a lot of video meetings that we do as a team. Uh, and this was one of our scrums one week where someone else put up a brick back background. Um, I just think it was like a zoom call. So you could do those like virtual backgrounds. And then people started taking screenshots and making that their background. So it just escalated to being like Meryl with a brick background. And now it's like, a screenshot of Gus on his background as the background, and then a screenshot of that person and Gus with the background, and just kept stacking. It was, oh, gave me a tickle. So then I took that background and I made it my background, and then I just left the call. Like I just walked away. <laughs> <laughs> it took people a while to, to figure it out. Yeah. Uh -huh. But did you see that uh, Parasite released five different like high resolution images you can use as uh, for video conferencing backgrounds? I think I saw that because either you favorited it or retweeted it or something like that. I did favorite it, yeah. Okay, I think it showed up in my timeline because of that. But yes, I did see that. Wait, who is it that released it? The movie Parasite. Korean oh, film. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Greatest film ever made. I've only been talking That's about it for six months now. Or seven months. Watched it like 40 times. I have. I think since we talked about it, I've probably watched it three more times. Which is actually I'm slowing down, I guess. That's, my... that's honestly more times than I've watched any movie. <laughs> Three? No. <laughs> I was like, that's not a lot. <laughs> no, like, I don't think I've watched any movie 40 times. Um, I've, been, I've been trying to watch more, like, Korean films because that one oh, fucking I've got, ruled. I've got tons of recommendations for you, if that's Hit something you're, you're, you're serious about. Um, here recently, there's been a couple of really good ones. There was one that came out in, I think, 2018 called Burning, which has Steven Yoon from The Walking Dead. Uh, that oh, one's yeah. That's on Netflix. You can actually watch that right now. Oh, yeah. um, there's another one called The Handmaiden, which is on Amazon Prime. You can watch that streaming. Uh, I think that movie's excellent, but that movie is super sexual so uh watch it with Hell an appropriate yeah. audience don't watch like, it with your mom yeah, do not watch it with uh Just with, your, with your family around next to it no more than that um what train to busan or busan is really good yeah that was like a really good zero uh, zombie take also it had this dude he's like the most jacked like his arms were fucking massive yeah and he's my favorite character isn't that where they go in black panther busan yeah they do yeah oh um, there, I, I sent, I was talking about Parasite with Gavin the other day and I sent him the IMDB link of the, the, like the crazy guy who lives in the basement. And, uh, I sent him that link just because it's like, they did such a good job making him look unhinged because I sent, so I sent Gavin like his regular, like headshot that he uses. It's like, that's, he's like a good looking normal dude. Was <laughs> his hairline all fucked in the movie? Like, did they shave yeah, that or? I don't know how they did that, but yeah, you look at his, his, like his headshot, it's like, oh, that's like. Like a, a, a handsome guy, you wouldn't you would not think that that's the guy living in the basement in that other movie. Wow, they did all that. Yeah, right. Seven, seven months, seven months old. I noticed yeah. on uh, on HBO Max available now. Uh, they have basically all of the Studio Ghibli or Ghibli, Ghibli. movies. Ghibli. Yeah. Okay, I've heard both ways, but I've never seen a single one. So. Oh, you should watch uh, Spirited, either, away you should Spirited Away first, uh, okay. maybe Princess Mononoke second. Uh, those are the two you should start with. 
Cal's okay, Moving cool. Castle is also pretty dope. Kiki's yeah, they have so on the app they have all the Ghibli movies and like the first row, I think it's five movies and all of those I recognize the names of and then the rest I've never heard of before. But yeah, Spirited Away, Princess Mononoke, and a couple of the other ones you guys mentioned um, were great. Spirited Away was the first one I saw. That was the first one I saw. I felt like I was on drugs. This episode of the Rooster Podcast is brought to you by Bespoke Post. If your mailbox is anything like mine, 90% of the time, there's a fairly depressing place. Uh, political flyers, utility bills, unholy amount of coupons. But once a month, I do have reason to be stoked, and that's because of my box of awesome from Bespoke Post. Bespoke Post sends guys only the best stuff every month, and no matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered. From styling, grooming goods, to barware, cooking tools, and outdoor gear, Box of Awesome has carefully built collections for every part of your life. Uh, this month, they have a distilled box that includes a homemade gin kit where you can make your own cocktails from scratch. So to get started, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them pick the right Box of Awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across tons of different categories. Uh, it's free to sign up. You can skip a month or cancel any time. Each box costs only 45 bucks, but has over $70 worth of gear inside. So get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com. Enter code ROOSTER at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, code ROOSTER for 20% off your first box. We went to the uh, Ghibli Museum in Japan last oh, How'd you get there. in? It wasn't hard. And the ch tickets were super cheap. I, every time I've been to Japan, I've never been able to get tickets for it which well, is like twice, the timing <laughs> we we so i think they give uh priority to locals but like we just went on their website and we like found out the exact time a month ahead or like whenever they released them and then like it was like me miles alana and cole and we all just started like immediately logging in to buy tickets and then when we had a confirmed one we we're like okay we got it we're good um it was, it was fucking great. I don't have any pictures of it. The reason being is they don't allow you to take pictures inside, which I think is a good reason idea because yeah. like I was completely engaged with what was going on in the museum the entire time. I wish more places would have that policy. Just so I feel like you could take in things a lot better that way. Yeah. Um, like when you look at a photo, you know, of, of something like that, they spend a lot of time presenting it. Like they want you to see it a certain way. Like, you know, you want to preserve that, uh, that direction. I, I find that a lot in that when I look back at my photos, I have tons of photos of like before and after everything, but no photos of the actual <laughs> thing I went to do. Like we went to Meow Wolf to make uh, a weird place and I've got so much stuff around it, but I don't, I don't think I have any photos inside. I might have one. And now I'm looking back, I'm like, damn it. I want to like look at that thing again, but I've just got to rely on my memory now. There is the, definitely like, videos. yeah, I was like, just watch the weird place. <laughs> <laughs> it's all there documented in a, a lot of pictures. <laughs> Uh, I was going to say that I, I think there have been some studies shown too uh, to play devil's advocate in what I just said before, but that having photos of things, taking photos in certain moments, even if you don't end up looking at those photos afterwards, still creates something in your memory where you remember that moment more vividly, um, even just taking the photo and never looking at it again. And I don't I wanna, really know how that works. I want to know what it must feel like, because I feel like we must all experience this where you see something, whether it be like your cat in an amazing position or like you see something or like a really nice sunset. Immediately in my head, I'm like, I have to take a picture of this. But what was that feeling like before people could take pictures? Would, would do people just think, wow, I want to remember this? Or like, I want to... Like, don't move for 10 everything. hours. I'm going to paint it. <laughs> yeah, or like I've got to paint it real quick. You're just sitting there going... Like, I, I, I can't imagine what that feeling... Did it just not exist, maybe? It sucks because like, that's nice. 
I try to do this thing where if I'm having, I'm in a really cool moment in my mind, I'll, I'll, I'll be like, I need to take a mental snapshot of this. I need to remember this moment, how I was yeah. feeling, what I was doing, where I was, what I was wearing, all those things. And it was like, I can, I, so I can really appreciate this moment. And I shit you not, I've done that like 20 times in my life and I can't remember a single fucking one of them. <laughs> it's only when I take a picture, do I remember that shit. That's funny. Well, maybe, you know, I, what you're talking about there, Gavin, maybe that's like the inspiration for some painting, like some, you know, uh, I, I can think of some paintings that almost seem like a moment in time or a moment in life, you know, like someone tries to remember something as best they can and then paint it later. Yeah. Mm. Oh, Barbara, yeah. people are giving you recommendations for Ghibli movies and like talking dubs versus subs. Yeah. Like the, uh, the guy, oh God, who does, who's like Ghibli's main <clears throat> dude? Uh, Miyazaki? Miyazaki, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Miyazaki's spoken about how he wants his films viewed by American audiences with uh, dubs because they like go out and intentionally like they got fucking like Christian Bale. Yeah, a lot know, like, of people Billy are saying Crystal. they got some really great voice acting in when, those. I think in specific, specifically in Spirited Away, when they did the translation for the dub, they tried to have the script match up with the animated mouth movements to not make it so distracting, which seems like a fucking nightmare for me. It's like you're translating. And you have to try to match existing mouth movements with your translation. Yeah. I mean, they do that in a lot of TV as well. I know they do that with Pokemon for all the translations of that. Like yeah. all the flaps are pretty much nailed. As someone who has uh, dubbed over anime and trying to match the mouth flaps, it is very challenging. So I'm sure the voice <laughs> actors are very grateful <laughs> for making that just a little easier. Yeah. But like, I mean, I'm not going to say subs versus or is better than dubs or vice versa, but... He's come out Honestly, and said, like, I want you guys to enjoy the animation so much that that's why we got voice actors. Yeah, and I think I talked about that years ago when I first saw Your Name, which still, in my opinion, is one of the greatest films of all time. It's a great movie. Um, fantastic. But the first time I saw it, I saw it dubbed. And I was really appreciative that I did because it made me take in the story and all the the beautiful animation so much more because I was able to, to look at everything instead of, like, yeah. watching and reading at the same time, which... Again, like I think that takes practice when you're watching anime and in terms of like being able to read and watch at the same time. Even if you read quickly, you're still moving your eyes away from the frame for a little bit, you know? Yeah. But then I, I later went back and watched it uh, subbed and it was just as fantastic. But I am yeah. happy the first time I experienced it, it was dubbed. I remember watching, I think it was Police Story, the Jackie Chan movie. Oh, and in, yeah. In the dub, Jackie Chan... I think he dubs himself or maybe it's i watched a bunch of those movies there's one where he's he's dubbing himself in english but i watched with the subtitles on at the same time and every line was different and it was very it was very confusing to try and like read the subs and listen to jackie chan saying different stuff like so, that's absolutely no way to watch that film <laughs> that movie fucking rules because i think not only did jackie direct it star in it stunt coordinate it he sang the theme song to it what? and the theme song fucking slaps it's so cool <laughs> that's like, amazing like i think like the chinese uh like there was like a recruitment thing and they used the theme song with jackie's permission like it's such a good theme song it's which is the movie saying. where at the end he slides down the big like light thing and all the, it's all exploding as he's sliding down this big pole that's police story. I think it might be. I can't remember if it's the first or second one. I saw him as a double feature at the Alamo. Yeah, I, I like those films because there's some stunts that are so impressive they just show it like four times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you got it, man. You got it on film. Yeah. You may as well show it off.
Yeah. And I think he burnt the shit out of his hands too, because it was all mm. like live wired, you know, electric wire powering all those lights. The fucking best thing that they do, in my opinion, is like the credits. They just show what is essentially a blooper reel, but it's all of the stunts gone wrong. And I think Jackie did that like in most of his American films as well. Yeah. But like you just watch these guys just get fucked up. I mean, just like irreparable damage to their bodies. And it's like, this is crazy. And it's to the, the fucking police story theme song. So it's so <laughs> fucking catchy. <laughs> I, I think there was something in uh, in one of the James Bond films, Tomorrow Never Dies, I think, that had Michelle Yeoh in it. And she was so used to that style of fighting or that, that, that style of screen fighting to the point where the English stunt people were like, we can't, I, we don't know how to work with this. They had to get in Chinese <laughs> stunt people because all of the hits are like real. It's like, yeah, well, you'll, you just get kicked in the face in this scene. And they're like, <laughs> Take all right, let's yeah. do it. But yeah. all the English stunt people were like, we do like non-contact, like screen stunts. And it was just like, it didn't match at all. It's just a rude awakening for you. <laughs> yeah. She kicked ass in that movie. That was a... There's been a, a couple mo older movies, I guess, where it's funny to see how things change. And obviously, like, now, I think there's a lot more women in the uh, stunt... What's the stunt person, I guess, would be yeah. what it's called? Mm -hmm. Stunt person. Um, but there's some old movies where you could see, like, there's an action sequence with a woman... Uh, and then at one point you see her running or, or doing some type of flip or getting hit or whatever. And you could clearly tell that it's just a dude with a wig on. Mm. <laughs> it's oh, it's crazy to see how like that's changed now. And there's so many badass women in yeah. stunt person well, positions. Bell's and... been doing that for, for quite a while. I mean, I think that's why um, uh, Tarantino made Death Proof, right? Was just to try to highlight her and her, uh, her stunt ability. Yeah. Dude, I have such yeah. a huge crush on Gina Carano. I was watching the uh, Mandalorian like special features stuff. She's still good in that. She's like her acting's like a little hit or miss because I can tell that she wasn't like doesn't matter. Her fight choreography fucking mm -hmm. rules. And then there's a scene where like fully armored Mandalorian like is like laying on the ground and she goes and just like just picks him up like he's like a piece of paper and it is just so badass. Like she's so fucking strong. She's hot. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so, Period. speaking of movies, I'm going to talk about one that I didn't like. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Let's hear it. Uh, this past weekend, you know, I'm super desperate to watch anything. So, like I saw on Netflix, there was a new Happy Madison movie. So, I watched it. And it's just like, uh, I mean, it's, 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 it's what you expect, right? I guess if you go in expecting that kind of movie, it's exactly what you think it's going to be. But the whole time, I'm like, man, I, I, I wonder how much they paid for this movie. Or I wonder how much if it was just like, we want to go film, we want to go to Hawaii. Let's film a movie while we're there. <laughs> <laughs> while we're there. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, it was called The Wrong Missy. It was like the, the new David Spade movie. Uh, Where was it? On... It was on Netflix, yeah. Okay. That's one, it was, that's I... like one of those Happy Madison movies. It was filmed in Hawaii which only supports the theory that they just make these to have a paid for vacation. Yeah. It's and always I like some up, fucking destination spot. And, and I looked it up, like the hotel they filmed in was the Four Seasons on Oahu. So it's like, of course, really? of course. Yep. Yeah. Um, I don't, I wanted to get y'all's opinion on this. Have you guys seen Space Force on Netflix? I saw the first episode. I'm like five or six deep. I think, I think we're five. Yeah. Same five or six deep. Is that any good? I, it's just not doing it for me. I don't know what it is. Trevor seems to enjoy it. Um, there are moments, obviously, that are pretty great. Uh, but overall, it's just like, I'm trying to be into it. It's just not hidden for me. It's yeah, that's, that's, why I only, that's why I only watched one. I watched it. I was like, it's fine. I mean, it's, 
I, I would I would rather be playing Factorio, so I played Factorio. <laughs> it's like it's pretty funny, okay. and like I think that they have like a really good cast. The only thing that bothers me about it is like it's such a high concept show. Like they're trying to do what is essentially a sci-fi, but like with a like a Netflix series budget, and like I mean I'm sure it's a huge budget, but like there's only so much you can do. And there's this one episode where they have to play like paintball or something. Yeah, and it is just low budget shit. I mean, it's just it's like you could tell that they were really hurting, and it was just like this is this is really bad. Yeah, like, it definitely has its moment. Like Blaine, I don't know if, if you remember the the chimp scene. Um, that show was funny. Yeah, that was that was pretty entertaining. But yeah, I, th I think I've heard that uh, critique from a lot of people of it's like a very high budget concept, but not a lot of budget to actually work with. So it kind of comes across like kind of not great i i read that uh there may be a a, a trademark dispute between netflix and the u.s government <laughs> over the term space force like the really? u.s government might not be able to use space force now right uh because <laughs> netflix is trademarking it and i guess the way <laughs> trademark law works is it's not who trademarks it first it's who uses it first and uh the series is out and they're they're oh. applying for trademarks for it that is rich yeah, but does, uh, does that mean that there's been no progress towards a space force in the U.S. government at all? To the point where they've flag. just named it. And they did something, didn't they? I thought they they have a satellite dish. Got a flag. I think they have a satellite dish and a flag. <laughs> U.S. space force. You like my really loud keyboard. My favorite tweet in relation to all that stuff was that Netflix uh, pitched, greenlit, scripted, shot and edited an entire series season of a television show and released it and in that same amount of time like space force i mean i'm sure there's a bunch of behind the scenes stuff but like they got a flag and i think that was like the biggest progress they had made well I, 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 so in the first episode of the show they have like a secret base and stuff that they're doing a launch from so you really don't know i mean publicly that's all we may know about it I will give them the benefit of the doubt. It is difficult to go to space. It is also the federal government, which moves slow. It is also the military, which is secretive. Who knows what the hell they're doing? Sure. I um, just saying from a PR perspective, like, oh, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it was, speaking of space stuff, it was interesting. Was it last week or the week before to watch that uh, SpaceX launch and see, you know, the, the Crew Dragon capsule leave the Earth, leave us all behind? going going into outer space but it's wild to me that you can watch a live stream from people who are leaving the earth going into space like i had it on youtube and i was watching people in a ship as it was taking off from the ground going like leaving the leaving the earth to go uh into outer space like it, it really felt like living in the future i mean do you think the same will happen for do you think we'll be live watching people land on mars like what's the light speed Time difference like, from here like to an, Mars. Is it like an eight minute delay? I think oh, it's eight minutes that's for the, the sun. sun. It must be three minutes, maybe? Uh, light minutes to Mars. But I'm sure they'll figure that out by the time people are walking about on Mars. I'm sure uh, there'll be footage. Yeah, three minutes. I mean, three three minute delay, that's... You you wouldn't be playing a video game over that kind of lag, but you can watch a, <laughs> you can watch a stream. Oh, I read... Speaking <laughs> of which, I read someone... There was a, like an ELI-5 or something about... Uh, how Voyager communicates, you know, the, the satellites that are leaving the solar system, how they communicate with Earth since they're so far away and, um, you know, they have this old technology in them. 
and uh, you know they they went through this. Some people way smarter than me went through this long process of talking about how they acquire the signal. But the part that got me was that I want to say that they're able to transfer 160 bytes per bits. second. Yeah, it was a bit. It was 160 bits per second. Uh, right. Like it's, it's like such low bandwidth that's so it takes forever to get any bit of information. They were comparing it to That's like crazy. the uh, the Reddit logo because I read this on Reddit and they were saying like the Reddit logo and its current size on your browser was like, you know, a thousand or something bits. Like it was like a lot more than what they were able to actually transfer over. So, yeah. So I wonder how many bits it was to turn it around to take that picture of Earth. Oh, right. But I, I, it probably had, it may have had a faster connection at that time since it was closer. Faster connection, maybe, but not like faster. Well, I don't know. They just yeah, need to lay right. a yeah. giant Ethernet cable. <laughs> Imagine how heavy that thing would have to be. To get <laughs> used. Do you think we're ever going to have like? Have they ever looked into the science behind like a like a is a sky bridge? Is that the proper term for it? Sky bridge, or you know, like a space elevator. That's the or, mm. you know, like the fuck would it take to make something like that and would it even be realistic or feasible? People people talk about that stuff all the time. I, I, we haven't made it, so I guess no. Yeah. I still remember when Gavin wanted to lasso the moon. Well, that's that wasn't me. <laughs> that's from a movie, but no. Well, what was it? You were talking about doing something to the moon or with the moon. Like if we got something like long enough. Yeah, I mean, I, I was talking about like the uh, <laughs> I guess this the science and mathematical aspect of an old movie quote but yeah yeah i just thought like oh it'd be cheaper than you know launching to it every time when you could just climb, <laughs> climb. <laughs> maybe it's a ladder you were talking yeah about. ladder, yeah. <laughs> the moon ladder. <laughs> you get it at home God, that thing would have to be so is thick it's the connection between voyager and the earth encrypted or like can anyone hmm. get that's, any that's info from it a good question i guess you need like you would need a huge antenna, right? <laughs> you need to have a big, a big. It, it would require something much bigger than a satellite dish in your backyard to be able to listen to it. Yeah, uh, I'm keeping up with chat, and they're catching up to the space elevator thing. And now I'm wondering, like, I just have a question for all you guys. Like, what is something that you didn't think was possible? Is so sci-fi that you're amazed that it's actually like self-driving cars or like the foldable LED screens? Like, I'm trying to think of like. Yeah, like I would say, everything that this friggin' phone is capable of doing is if you told this to even like twelve-year-old me, I'd be like, the "Heck!" <laughs> I remember being really impressed by light field cameras. Oh cameras yeah, you could, you could like take a picture and then change the focus afterwards. I, have, I, have I still don't know how that works. Wait, wait, what? I, ha I have one here somewhere. Where is it? So I know yeah, that the see, red red cameras you can adjust like ISO and and I don't know about exposure but like things like that in post. Yeah, I mean that that's just like that's the functionality of just shooting raw. Like most raw formats, you can adjust white balance and ISO afterwards. But this was like you could actually change where the light converged in the picture. So is it just? I don't know how. How does that happen from a lens perspective? Like you, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> The fuck? And what, was also, it, what was that company called that made the Lit little Lytro? Lytro. That's yeah. what I had. It's a. Uh, it's not in here. It's in storage. Uh, I have one of those. But uh, you. But as a result of that, you need special software to be able to view the images, which is kind of 
a pain in the ass for sharing. So it's like yeah. you have to, you would have to find the focus you want, then export that as a JPEG to be able to share it. Because otherwise, I, unless you have the software, there's no way for you to change the focus. I can see that being in phone cameras eventually, though. Just like slight adjustments. I mean, you do, can already adjust. Do they not the have? That? You can already. I thought you can you do that yet with focus. Let I me check. So. But you can, I mean, like the uh, portrait mode has like an, a fake aperture slider that mimics. <laughs> Smile for Gus. Mm, <laughs> just like all the settings that I never, I never mess with. What is this? Um... <clears throat> that and yeah, Wi-Fi think... blew my mind. Wi-Fi, yeah. Uh, like the, I... When I was a kid using a laptop in bed, not plugged in and typing on MSN, I was like, how is this happening right now? <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, whenever we get that, but like wireless power, which I think is going to happen. Yeah. Lightning. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, I mean, that's going to happen though. Right. I, I don't know if it's going to like give everybody cancer or not, but I feel like that's like, that's everybody thinks that everything is cancer initially when it first comes out, cell phones and Wi-Fi. 5G like baby spying on you're, us. Or you're something. right. It is, it is this aperture. Gavin. Um, there was a guy in, the UK who just got sentenced to three years in prison because he burned down a cell phone tower because he was afraid of 5G. It's hmm. a perfectly reasonable uh, thing to do. Burning down a cell phone tower. So dumb. This episode of the Rooster Podcast is brought to you by Mercari, the selling app. Do you have a bunch of stuff lying around the house that you just don't use? You know, the kind of things, a big kid's baseball glove that no longer fits, a pair of jeans that was only worn once. I mean, who doesn't have an old phone hidden in a drawer somewhere? Uh, let me tell you about an app you can use to sell stuff. It's called Mercari. Mercari is the selling app that makes it fast and easy to sell almost anything. Simply take a few pics, add a description, and boom, your item is listed. Mercari will even email you a shipping label when it sells. Everything ships too. There's no meetups with strangers. The app has over 600,000 reviews on the App Store with an average 4.8 star rating, so why not give it a try? With millions of people using the Mercari app in all 50 states, stuff really sells with over 150,000 items listed every day. Users are selling everything from fashion to electronics, toys to sporting goods. So don't let that stuff you don't use go to waste. Sell or buy almost anything on Mercari. You can find Mercari on the App Store or on Mercari.com. That's M-E-R-C-A-R-I, Mercari, the selling app. We have this... Something we have something we want to do this week, but there was something else I wanted to talk about. Oh, there's that thing. Um, so <clears> if you guys are up for it, uh, we have a little game that Eric thought up. That you, we want I to want you to week. say it like Jigsaw. Do you want to play a game? <laughs> now <laughs> I, I do. Didn't, I didn't <laughs> do you want to play a game? <laughs> ah, there it is. Good take. Good take. <laughs> yeah. One more for safety. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, so we're going to have uh, quotes. And you have to figure out if these quotes are from Yelp reviews or from movie reviews. Oh, God. And I call and... this game movie review or Yelp review. Whoa. With a big fancy graphic. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, wow. We wasted one of like Andre's day with that, huh? That's, uh, <laughs> this is what these people are paid for, Blaine. Don't, this is not a waste. Did you see the incredible? Can we get the graphic one more time? I don't think Blaine let's, really let's saw let's it. Roll it again. Can, we it again. One more time? can we just play the graphic one more time? I just want to see important. it one more time. Uh, should we choose it? Wow. Wow. Look at those lens flares. All, the whole graphic was based off movie review. There was there, no Yelp in there. There was a half of the bucket was chicken. Yeah. 
Oh, was it? Uh, you know, I guess I guess Barbara didn't see that. If we can, if we can just see it one more time, Shane, if we can just roll it back, uh, have a look at the left side. Uh, it is okay. chicken bucket. Wow. Oh, yep. Wow. Yep. There you go. It's so confused. Like it's Yelp versus movie reviews. Does it mean like Yelp as in like a restaurant review? Well, Blaine, let me explain the game. I have quotes that I've pulled from <laughs> Yelp reviews and movie reviews. What I'm going to show you is an excerpt from those reviews. What you have to determine is that is it a movie review or a Yelp review? So let's bring up the first quote to see what you guys think. I mean, wow, the Ford GT40 is such a cool car. I had so much trouble beating it in Gran Turismo 2 as a kid uh, on classical Rome circuit. The AI actually rigs it by having that car exceed entry qualifications for horsepower. So now you guys tell me, is that a Yelp review Buzzer. or a movie review? Buzzer. It's a movie review for Ford like versus Ferrari. Ford versus Ferrari, yeah. I'm uh, going to guess it's a Yelp review. I'm going to guess... It's a movie review for Parasite. It is, and and we can show the reveal. It is a movie review for Parasite. <laughs> Half a star. Uh, guess I already saw this example. I've seen, I've uh, seen that one. Wait, oh, what? Uh, wait, what were they? What was this in reference to? He said that he hated Parasite because uh, it wasn't an English film. So then he put on Ford versus Ferrari, and that was way better. And then he went on this tangent about the GT40. Oh God, these could be anything, then, couldn't they? You so, just—he's talking we, about another movie. But we don't have to guess what it was for. No, no, it was you just, just have no. to guess if it's a movie review or a Yelp review. Can I see <laughs> the graphic again? Yeah, actually, Dang one that. more time if we can see that graphic. I, wow. You made someone in our company make that graphic. No, that's what they're <laughs> with, here for. With I that can't name. explain this to Blaine. Where were you 35 seconds I'm ago? I'm just, it, it's offensive. <laughs> Why? Someone, someone, <laughs> that's their work. That's what they do. But it doesn't even have a flashy name. Do you think they'll put that in their reel? Like their their visual effects reel? <laughs> they should. Did you see the chicken in that bucket? Yeah, Barbara thought it was popcorn. Wait, was it spicy chicken or was it regular chicken? We need to see <laughs> it again. Chicken. Uh, but like, now, I hate I hate presenter Eric. I hate it. So well, that's much. good because now I'll leave you and Gus can read all of the lower things that we've created. All right, that's thank you, good. Eric. Well, I've already seen that other one. I haven't seen any of these any of these that we're about gotcha. to see. Okay, you're not cheating anymore. No. Let's let's roll that beautiful bean footage. Oh, baby, that graphic. This <laughs> happened to my buddy Eric. That's it. That's it. Jesus. Um, so, I'm gonna guess movie review. I'm gonna guess movie review. They're referring to a scene that happened to their buddy Eric. I'm gonna guess Yelp. I want to go Yelp. What do we got? And, it and the answer is. Movie review. Yeah. Joker. <laughs> Joker, this happened to my buddy Eric. Eric, give me context. What happened to the buddy Eric? Was this you, Eric? What, what do you mean? Joker? Joker, Joker happened. Joker Four happened stars. to you? Yeah. To, are you the buddy Eric? No, it's not to me, but but it happened to his buddy Eric. Four stars. Eric, Eric got jokered. Like, oh, oh no. <laughs> All right, let's uh let's see the next one. The guy I'm currently living with is 20 with a 16-year-old girlfriend. I've been conflicted about turning him into the police for months, even though he's assured me it's legal. Uh, what was smiley that? emoticon with a straight line. I don't understand how this would be either. I'm going to uh, say Yelp. 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 I'm going to say movie. Did you say uh, Yelp, Blaine? 
Yelp. Okay. And the answer is movie <laughs> clueless are these all movie reviews is that the game is that the joke no these are not all movie reviews i just these... don't understand how you would come to some of these <laughs> what do you mean clueless <laughs> five stars these epiphanies based on a yelp review i don't know how you I... would get there i also a love movie... how this is what he wrote and he gave it five stars <laughs> maybe because she was showing him clueless like she was watching clueless and that's how he saw it but then he got on a side tangent about how she's underage who knows well i mean the upside is they're all they're both like 40 now right unless it's yeah. a, a recent review <laughs> it could be <laughs> all right let's see the next one dot 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 but someone got shot while we were there so i'm taking a star away for that okay oh well, god that's got to be yelp that right? sounds like yelp but i think that's a head fake i think it's a movie review i think it's a movie review too yeah, I've, I've literally guessed Yelp for every single one so far. If it was Yelp, Barbara, what, where do you think that would be? Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, or, you know what? I'm just going to trust my gut and still go with Yelp. I'm doing Yelp. Answer is? Even though I think it's a fake yeah, out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Hey! <laughs> oh, man. Someone got it's shot. It's a hookah bar with a four-star experience. Would have been five. But somebody got shot. Somebody got shot. It, That's unfortunate. Name of the hookah bar, hookah bar with a lowercase b. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Look, probably. You started, you got mad that somebody, I made somebody make these. You can't be mad at them for occasional grammatical errors. <laughs> there's a, man, there's a hookah bar in Austin that we used to go to. I wonder what that place is dealing with during COVID. People literally sharing things that they put in their oh, mouth. Oh, um, shit. Wait, I remember going there, I think. Yeah, I think you and I and a couple other friends have been there from time to time back in the day what does that what does that do what's the uh, what's the benefit I, it's hard to say i i haven't smoked hookah in many many years i think you just um, get a lot more nicotine a lot more quickly i think it's just i don't so it's just like i don't really it's social just social social taste in the atmosphere i guess and stuff yeah it's a lot of like it's another, atmosphere it's like another version of drinks but you're not getting drunk yeah i've never done it i just don't want to and if no one is to go somewhere and suck shit. Oh no! Also, like you realize that right, that is very bad for you. Um, yeah. But you know, when you're young. Yeah. I'm only got one, so All I right. think it was that one time. <laughs> Next one. As raw, as as wet, custard, <laughs> soft serve poo squishing through your undies and back up your bum as you sit down on your father's lap. I think it's right. as raw and as wet. Movie oh. review. Mm -hmm. uh, Yelp. <laughs> Team Yelp. Movie. Movie. Maybe it's about uh, Flubber. Uh, the answer is? The, the Nightingale? Which one's that? It I was a movie, The Nightingale, No Stars. Wow. What's the Nightingale was a movie that came out, I think, earlier this year or last year, and it was critically panned. Was it the Night like the Nightingale Murders? Mur murderers? Murders? I don't I didn't see it. What's that Jim Caviezel movie where he stops the Nightingale murders? 2018, The Nightingale. Fuck, I need to hold on, I need to look that up. Guys, stop the game. I need to <laughs> <laughs> It's got time travel. <laughs> the chat is now catching up to that moment. Everyone's like, ew, what the fuck? <laughs> All right. 
Next one. We're not stopping the gameplay. It's frequency. It's frequency, everyone. Oh. Don't, remember. Don't remember. That's got to be a place. Don't remember. Yelp. Yelp. Yeah, I'm saying Yelp. I'm going to say movie. And the answer is Yelp for <laughs> supermarket. <laughs> Don't remember. Which one? <laughs> what is this game? <laughs> This game shows you the things that people share online. Like they feel like this is relevant. This was relevant information to share <clears throat> in a review of a supermarket. Oh my god! But I only gave it one star. Is that was it one? Yeah. They don't remember. remember. It, was a, it was not a memorable supermarket. <laughs> yeah. If they remembered it, they would have gotten at least four. Yeah, if you don't remember it, you can't give a star rating. Well, people just love giving their opinions. Right. You couldn't write a review also, but here we are in a world <laughs> where they gave both. <laughs> Have you All ever right. done either, Eric? What's that? Left a, left a review? Yeah, a movie review or a Yelp review? Uh, I, I mean, I don't think I've really left a movie review. I, would, I used to go through Yelp and go to like Chili's or Applebee's reviews in like small towns. And when people complained, I would vote them as cool because that's a feature <laughs> on Yelp. Uh, so it would be like, oh, they didn't see this for 45 minutes and my uh, my chips and queso were cold. My fajitas didn't even come out right. And then I would vote it as cool because cool. you're writing a review on Yelp about chilies in your small hometown. The only Yelp review I ever right. made was the Gold's Gym in Tokyo. <laughs> Five stars because it was really good. Wow. If I, I ever yeah, go I to like Tokyo, now I'll go. Going out of your way to you know do a one-off review, probably the only one you did that year. For five stars is nice but when it's like two or three it's like why bother i, I why feel like anyone? the majority of people tend to leave reviews or comments if something's either really good or really bad there's right. rarely yeah. an in between there i signed up for there's... a yelp account and i only have ever left one review because a business pissed me off so much oh wow <laughs> holy shit well, weren't you forced to review a place once for like a cheap rate or something uh they wanted me to review them on google though not on oh, okay. uh, not on yelp and they wanted uh, you to get give like a positive one right Right, and I had to write it in front of them while they watch. There's a whole animated adventure about it. It was a it was a storage place, which is totally against that entire system. Like you're not supposed to do that. I think that's the only that might be the only video we ever disabled comments on because in the comments people were trying to figure out which storage place it was in town, and they were like, uh, yeah. So they they were they never figured it out, of course, because I gave no discernible information about it. But it was just weird to see people try to run with it. Uh, there's there's no way they could have figured it out. Uh, anyway, I found, my, I found my Japan Yelp review. <laughs> Next one. Are we gonna hear it? WWF Undertaker 1998. Hell in a cell. Fuck the NWO. And if you're not down with that, we got two words for you. I'm gonna say that that was Yelp, and they were rating a bar that a uh, <laughs> local wrestling thing went down at. I'm going to say movie. I'm going to say movie as well. I'll say Yelp. And the answer is? Movie Tombstone. Review. Tombstone. One what? star also. Tombstone. Because <laughs> that's, isn't that the Undertaker's like move, Eric? Yeah, he does the Tombstone pile. Oh. But, but why would you give it one star? <laughs> tombstone fucks. That movie rules. Yeah, it does, and so does the Tombstone pile driver. Why one? But is star? there a Tombstone pile driver in Tombstone? Mm, there might not be. And well, that's the like, problem, Eric. Yeah. yeah, now Do I get it. Do you guys think there are people in the world who give things 
one-star reviews that they really like, thinking that, like, they're giving it a one, which means, like, number one out of five for, like, <laughs> in a rating that, system. That sounds like so stupid. One. Someone has to think yeah. that. There must be. <laughs> I think that that's why they always have that, like, side thing where it's, like, on a scale from one to ten, one being dog shit and ten being the best. Like, I think it's for those dum-dums. All right. Next one. One lady asked if we had a cigarette, and when we said no, she said, okay, but does anybody you know have a cigarette? Strangely, she did not see the bats. We did. They are everywhere. Yelp. <laughs> yeah, movie review. Yelp. Or is that a movie theater? I don't know. Movie. It could have been someone reviewing a movie, but just said that. I'm going to say movie. I'm going to say Batman Begins. I'm going to say Yelp. Yelp? Yelp. Uh, the answer is? Okay, that's fair. That makes five stars. It's a five-star liquor store experience. Wow. I mean, that that is... Quite the bats. That sounds like a pretty good liquor store experience compared to most. <laughs> All right. Uh, next one. If you dare to go, watch out for Ramirez. Ramirez misspelled. If you dare to go, watch out for Yelp. Ramirez. Movie. Hmm. Yelp. Movie. They're talking about like an actor. The answer is. A Yelp review. Driver's license Yelp exam. Review. <laughs> Ramirez. Watch out for him. Like, what do you think Ramirez did? If you dare to go, which means this place is not good in the first place. Well, yeah, <laughs> so it's one star, obviously. So <laughs> someone failed their driving exam and left a bad review. Is that what happened? Probably. That, or they were in the car with uh, someone named Ramirez who was a dog shit driver. Because you know how they have to like group into ex your test drives? Could I never sure. did that. I, I only did a one-on-one -on -one driving. Oh, Kevin, I'm sorry. So <laughs> when you go to driver's ed school, my dad used to be a driver's ed teacher. So um, oh. in the olden days, I guess, I don't know if they do this anymore, but like you would pile in with like three other students and your teacher. And you guys were like basically were like, Hop switching in between who was driving and who was a passenger. Oh, that seems really intimidating. Yeah, I yeah. would hate that. It's a lot of performance everyone would be anxiety. judging you. Yeah, right. I was very fortunate to have a one-on-one -on -one situation after I did it after school with a an instructor. But if I had to do that in front of my peers, I would hate that. I, I did that in a group, and I had to go first. Ugh. I fucking hated it. It was awful. My dad taught me because he was an ex-driver's teacher, so they got the home teaching course. Nice. I'm so, getting anxiety what? just thinking about that scenario. All right, next one. <laughs> I hate myself so much, so much. I don't respect myself. I resent all the faces of my life. I can't be trusted, and my origins are disreputable. I'm scum. Wow. Yelp review or movie review for Transformers. Blaine's Facebook bio. <laughs> Uh, this is this is a, this is a Yelp review for an Applebee's. Uh, oh yeah, this has got to be just real comfort food place. It's a movie review for a dog shit movie. I'm gonna say movie. I'll say Yelp. The answer is movie review for <laughs> Jay and Silent Bob reboot. One and a half stars. One and a half. Um, I wonder where they would have ranked Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. We got to find out. We'll have to track this review down and see. They Still hate myself. Too. Do we have any more? How many? How many are left? Do we have more? I think there is one more. Okay, really, one more. really getting mileage out of that graphic. 
Last one. We're going to play the graphic at the end again, too. Uh, revolting experience from beginning to end, and pardon me, but I'm glad he's dead. Uh, Yelp. Movie. It's movie. gotta be a movie. It, it, I, it makes I me think it's, it's a movie. movie. But I, I wanted to think it's... Yeah, it's I, I would hope it's a movie, but I'm gonna say Yelp. Barbara, did you say? I, I said movie. movie? Okay. Uh, answer is... Movie review for... Oh. <laughs> I'm terrible. Half, a, half a star. Oh my god! This is oh no! On Robin Williams, they're referring to Robin Williams. Yikes, dude! Oh, I thought they were talking about Hoffman. I thought they were talking about like no, they got to be talking about a character. They got to be talking about a character. Yeah, I thought they were talking about Hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though he doesn't, they don't really you don't really see him die. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Hook dies in that movie. (laughs) He's just gone. Eric, bad choice, bad. (laughs) I didn't write the review. When was that film, Eric? You picked it. You know, the, the, only, the only way to feel better now is if we play the graphic. So, the graphic, it's gotta cheer it though. Five, six, seven, eight. Oh. That one's what? awful. Wait, do you still have your Gold's Gym review? I wanna hear it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. This was written. Oh, and it was rate, rated useful. Look at you. Uh, not cool. <laughs> no, not funny or cool. Uh, September 20th, 2018. Visited Tokyo and got a two-week membership here during my stay. Very friendly staff and a pretty nice gym that was rarely busy. They'll show you the rules when you sign up, but keep tattoos covered at all times and bring some workout shoes to change into unless you want to rent. They don't want you to wear your street shoes in the locker room or fitness area. They were also one of the few places in Japan where I could find protein supplements, so that was nice. Overall, I think my pass cost around 7,000 yen. Definitely worth it, in my opinion. It's from Blaine G. Great review, Blaine. Fair play. Blaine review. Look at you. What's that only, guy? only place I was able to find protein shakes. Is that like $70? Roughly, right? For, for like two weeks, but like fucking worth it. And it was like a nice gym too, so. Yeah. If you guys had to do... $5 today. Go ahead, if, Barbara. If, if part of life... I think there was a Black Mirror episode about this. Um... But if you had to review the people in your life like you would a restaurant or a movie, mm. would you want to read those reviews? To them? No, like the reviews are yourself. About you. Oh. Um <laughs> no. I feel like I read I feel like I read them all the time already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like in our line of work, we've got we've got a, like instant feedback. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Up here. I guess well, that's re- like yeah. I'm watching reviews in real time here, and then later I'll watch them time shifted. <laughs> Too true. I, I guess mean, I mean like from your like friends. people you know in your real life versus like audience and community and stuff like that. I mean, we have like performance reviews within the company where you can, you know, our colleagues will write them. Those kind of does get into real talk sometimes. Yeah. Uh, those are difficult, especially since like a lot of us are close friends. And then it's like, well, now I have to find something to criticize about your work so this is going to be potentially very harsh my criticism is always blaine needs to have more confidence in what he does like every year (laughs) year to year it's always like blaine needs to be more confident so what you're telling us is that you aren't growing professionally you're refusing (laughs) to learn from your feedback so because that's going to be my my feedback now next (laughs) this this next cycle blaine refuses to learn constantly repeating (laughs) the same mistakes (laughs) um so I, I had a question I thought about the other day. Um, how much time do we have? 
I'll save it for another it's, podcast. We don't we don't have enough time because this question could take uh, a long time. Um, I do have I read, something that I would like to bring up. Yeah. Um, so I'll just kind of address it quickly because I, I I was planning to write a post about it because I tend to be a little more articulate when I write and have time to think about my words. But um, we released Always Open today is episode 140 is the season 10 finale. Uh, and at the start of that episode, there's an announcement about how um, after the season, we're going on an indefinite hiatus. And I, I'm sure a lot of people will have questions. And there's, you know, obviously, we're very lucky to have a very strong community around that show and people who really love it, um, even if people haven't been keeping up with it. But when we're doing shows specifically like Always Open that has a particular subject matter, there tends to be only so much you could say about certain subjects, especially when it's like dating and relationships and sex and stuff like that. And, you know, we get a lot of the similar questions and a lot of similar topics that come up. And both Meryl and I felt like we had exhausted our opinions on certain subjects. And mm -hmm. we felt like we were rehashing a lot of things that we would talk about and, and discuss on episodes. So rather than burn ourselves out by continuing to go, we felt like it was kind of time to say goodbye for either indefinitely or temporarily. We're going to keep deciding that. But um, if people are wondering uh, about that decision, I will write something up eventually. But it's not because we didn't love the show and want to keep going. We just felt like we kind of did all we could do with it and we're ready to move on to the next creative endeavor. So hopefully that is understood. And I'm, I'm sorry that that was a decision we came to. But I think part of the creative process is knowing when it's time to say goodbye to something uh, mm -hmm. and let go of things when it's, uh, it's still going strong without letting it fizzle out. I want you to teach me how to do that, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm excited for your next thing and i feel like you, you could even like bring it back for the one-off specials at rtx or something like that oh absolutely yeah and i think to. we're we'll still be doing some stuff around always open we're still doing um the show called just the boys with the, just the box of issues questions we'd still do those every friday on rttv free for everyone so that still exists but yeah gavin as you were saying i think like one-offs or specials at live events like rtx i think for sure we'll keep doing those so it's not going well, away completely and I, and I wanted to announce that uh, Good Morning from Hell is taking over the relationship uh, podcast <laughs> you know, part of Bruce McKeith. So, you know, Clayton and Chris will take care of you and all your relationship needs. This You're is, being I'm good sorry. with Clayton and Chris. I do kind <laughs> of want bad. a relationship advice podcast with Clayton and Chris now. <laughs> that is a bummer because I always loved being on Always Open. That's like one of the funnest productions to be involved with. But I totally understand your your logic there and you're going to continue to grow, Barb. So I'm excited for you. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, I think... Um, all of us as creators love working on new projects, and I think that's one of the, the coolest things we get to do. And, um, you know, we're looking to keep going, create something new, create something new with new people, new faces from time to time. So uh, hopefully you'll see more of that down the line, but in a different way. Um, yeah, that's all I can really say about it. I appreciate everyone's support. I appreciate all you guys for your support of the show and for being on it from time to time. Gavin, I know, was on our finale, which was really, really fun with yeah. Raul Cole. Congrats on so many episodes. Thank you. 140. It it's was an honor to be on the on the last one. Yeah, I don't think you even knew until... <laughs> I think you told me right before we started. Yeah, and you're like, oh. You're like, got the wrong idea. <laughs> uh -oh. Should have brought something. I know. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's hard to, like, fully celebrate the end of something when we're in quarantine like this. So hopefully when... If and when things are back in the office and we're able to have a proper send-off for it, we could do something special. But yeah. I have a question. Yes. 
Does that mean all the booze on the set is up for grabs now? <laughs> that is still part of our production. Right. I, I, I mean, when was it not up for grabs? Let's be <laughs> that's, honest. That's true. That's true. You can't even, not that you can get to it now or anything. No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Although um, we could all use it right now, probably. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, I just wanted to mention that. I know not a lot of people necessarily watch Always Open every week or um, go to our subreddit or Twitter or whatever. So I just wanted to mention it on the podcast while I was here. Yeah, good idea. Appreciate well, it. This is, uh, this is not the podcast's last episode. We're still, still going. <laughs> we we'll be going forever. Go forever. Yeah, 601 next week. Um, I, I, I read a crazy story. Uh, that I want to talk about real fast before we, we wrap up here. Uh, I, uh, the, the headline that I read was the last American to collect a civil war pension has died. Whoa. 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 Like, is this recent? Yes. Uh, as in like last week, as is in this, June 4th. Was it like a, a veteran's child? Yes. Okay. It was a, uh, it was a, a veteran's child who was born in 1930. The veteran at the time was 84 years old. When uh, the child was born? Yeah. How is and, there still infrastructure for that? That's right, crazy. She, so this, this woman died. Uh, she passed away. She was 90 years old. She was collecting a pension uh, from the Department of Veteran Affairs uh, every month for $73. And uh, it's, it's, it's crazy how things seem like they were so long ago. But if you think about it, like in a practical perspective like this, and you're like, oh, it really wasn't that long ago. The child, granted, they were old, but the child of someone who fought in the Civil War was still alive until last week. Yeah, that's like two generations. So that's, that's $840 a year. Were they adjusting that for inflation or was that just a flat I, rate that they had had? I, 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 yeah. I don't know. It didn't get into that. It didn't give the, the specifics on that. Union or Confederacy? Uh, the Her father had initially fought for the Confederacy, then defected and fought for the Union. Okay. Uh, but I, I, I think that it was an interesting story because uh, it's a reminder that you think these things were so long ago and they weren't. Like the Civil War, uh, the Civil Rights Movement in the 60s, like all these things that are in the history books. Uh, and, really not and, that long ago. Right. The, the consequences of which we're still dealing with today, which is, you know, very much in the public consciousness. Like it's, you cannot dismiss it as something that's like, oh, we got over that forever ago. That happened way in the past. Someone's kid who fought in that war just died. Like it's, it, it was not as long ago as you think it was. And it's something that we're still uh, coming to grips with. And it's still something that uh, is very uh, front of mind these days. So, you yep. know, don't think that these things are... I mean, obviously, you can't think that these things are, are are in the past nowadays, but it's not. I guess the thing to remember is it's not as far away as you thought it was. It's it's a it's a hell of a lot closer. Yeah. Anyway, I was just blown away when I read that, so I had I had to share that with you guys because whenever I read uh, an interesting story, I have a document, I save it, and I'm like, I got to talk yeah. about that on the podcast. It's it's been really figure out such timelines. I was trying to like go through the timeline in my head. I was like, how is that even, how is that possible? That's yeah, nuts. That's uh, crazy. Uh, I was going to say, it is really fascinating that we live in a time like right now where we're, you know, you always hear the term like, oh, we're, what is it? Like we're living in history or like yeah, it's history in the making yeah. or something like that. But like you, you mentioned on the last podcast, it's like, it's very, very much living through a time right now that will be talked about to our kids and their kids and their kids for years and years and years. 
It's mm-hmm. weird. Yeah, you are you are living through history at the moment. It's like there, there's so much converging right now. It's uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, I mean, people always joke yeah. about it. Like whoever the writer is for 2020 is trying to jam too many storylines in at once because it's just there's a lot going on. Yeah. Um, and as a quick reminder, uh, Black Lives Matter and yes. keep donating, keep protesting if that's for you. Mm-hmm. Keep spreading the word. Keep calling out racist behavior. Don't stop um, yes. because clearly things are still a big issue. So yeah. use that voice of y'all's. Some of uh, the the broadcast bunch did a stream uh, yesterday. I don't know if you guys saw it. Uh, they it was, did, uh, yeah. yeah they, were doing, they were doing some fundraising for Colors of Change. It was really cool. They did a, a stream on, on Twitch last their night. Goal uh, was, I think, their goal was $250, and I think they raised close to 6000 or just around 6000 So that is incredible. Good for them. It was a. Uh, it was really, really. It was really cool to watch uh, how invested they were in it. So, congrats, guys! Yeah. It was a uh, really good work. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's about time to wrap up. Uh, we'll see you guys next week for number six hundred one. And uh, till then. Take Bye. care of yourself.